happen, I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. It's okay. I have a baby in the background, so hopefully. Okay. Um, and we're recording, so I'm going to mute my microphone. If at any point you um you want to start again, just let me know. I'll pause it and we'll start. We'll we'll start the question again or 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 anything like that. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Right. I'm gonna clear off. Good luck. So hello. Hi. <laughs> Hiya. Um, so can you first of all just tell me your name? Yep, I'm Maria. Do you want my surname as well or just my yeah. first name? If you just tell me your name and what it is that you do. Yep, uh, I'm Maria. I am the senior coach at um, Dog School Bristol, part of the Dogs Trust. Amazing. So firstly, I just want to say thank you. Um, and I'll just let you know exactly what it is that we're doing. So we are going to be asking you a few questions around um, forms of intelligence. So the project is aiming to explore different types of intelligence based on where they come from. So this includes animals, plants, machines and people. Um, so we want to know how they communicate and how bits of living things work together. Um, and that includes animals, of course. So um, obviously your information would be really, really helpful <laughs> and okay. take on how things go. So um, can you tell me what it is that you, who who or what it is in the an, um, animal and plant, <laughs> sorry, that's a, that's a tongue twister there, <laughs> that you work closely with. So you said you work for the Dogs Trust. What is it that you do with the Dogs Trust? Yeah, so um, I uh, work with the Dogs Trust with dogs. Um, so we run training classes for owners who bring their dogs along um, to help get them trained and help sort of teach them to be lovely, well-behaved pet dogs. Um, but I have worked with other animals before and my degree is in animal behaviour um, and welfare. So um, although I work with dogs at the moment, I've got an understanding about behaviour in other animals as well, but only animals, not plants or anything like that. Okay, that's great. So um, what other animals have you worked with? Um, prim mostly pet animals, so um, dogs, cats, um, ponies, horses, um, goats and things like that as well, but mostly dogs. Oh, great. Um, and so how did you decide or become, become interested in working with animals? Um, I became interested in it, um, I think, as sort of a, uh, a, a young child, really, because um, I um spent most of my time with my my pet dog and uh, just loved being around them but then as I learned more um about behavior um it's just really fascinating it's a you never will know everything so it's always a mystery and you're always learning more um and just sort of learning about how to form a relationship um and communicate outside of your own species is just fascinating so that's why I'm interested in it, really. Oh, that's great. Um, and so when you're working with animals, where do you work with them? What sort of environments do you work with? Um, so I work with them at the moment in a sort of class setting. So um, I'd be working with owners who will bring their pets um, to classes, their pet dogs. Um, and that's how I would be sort of interacting with them sort of through their owners more so. And so the purpose of this is to train animals to make them more obedient or have better, stronger relationships with their owners? Yeah, more than more the second one. So more about having stronger relationships um, and being able to communicate um, with the owners and the dogs um, effectively. Yeah. That's great. 
And so when you're training, so maybe some harder to reach animals, what, what, what is it that you find works with them? Um, I, well, I guess uh, the thing that works is just spending some time and patience trying to understand them, really. Because yeah. um, you won't get anywhere unless you can communicate between each other. Um, so if you don't spend the time learning how to communicate, then yeah, you won't you won't get that very far. Yeah, yeah. And so, how do you think that you communicate with animals? I know um, you sort of use um, you know sort of words every now and then and your hands and things like that. But can you explain how you communicate with animals? So how sort of human um, humans and uh, all of us communicate is through lots of different things. So words, obviously, but also body language um the way we sort of just oh, hold ourselves pardon so my phone rang i'm really sorry <laughs> oh that's no, okay you start again <laughs> that's fine not a problem at all <laughs> it's really bad i thought it was that's boring. okay sorry. no problem um sorry i'll say that again then um yeah you, you want to just stop the question again yeah i was gonna gonna read that again um <laughs> that's okay um oh i've lost my head um, so if you could just explain to us how you feel you communicate with dogs. Mm -hmm. So um, the way I communicate and it's the same way that everyone communicates with their own pet dogs, whether that's, you know, or a cat, um, will be through sort of verbally, um, but also just our body language is probably the biggest communicator. So the way we hold ourselves, the way our facial expressions are, all of those are probably almost more potent than sort of the words that we say to them. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing so are you sort of saying that um you know a stern look to a dog is they would understand that yeah absolutely yeah so the yeah your facial expressions dog dogs read human body language better than we do and it's actually been studied so the way even our sort of muscle tension in our body they could read that and see that we are stressed or see that we are sad um and they'll be able to yeah read that really easily and do you find that they respond if the, if um they get a sense that we're you know upset or dishevelled in some way? Do you find that they tend to you know come and stand next to you or cry or something like that? Uh, it depends on the personality, I guess, um, of the dog. So um, if it's a dog who is more that way inclined, yeah, maybe they'd come stand next to you. But also, if if you're feeling stressed, they might avoid you because they know you might be a bit stressed out and that might be a bit scary to them yeah that's amazing so they, they are responsive that's really cool okay thank you for that um and so my next question would then be how do you think that dogs communicate with other living things so this could be other animals it could be you know trees for example <laughs> do you see that happening at all when you're working with them yeah they absolutely communicate with other animals and that's uh, within their own species and also outside their species so um you know dogs can communicate with cats and they can communicate with horses and other other animals like sheep dogs will communicate with sheep in in sort of their own way um but it's all about sort of learning how to communicate and if you haven't got a dog who has already learned how to do that it might be a bit difficult um yeah. so learning plays a big part in how they communicate with other species and so you said like horses and things like that and obviously sheepdogs are, are 
well-trained animals and that's sort of their line of work do you find that it's it's dependent on the breed that you get sort of like um, a better response out of certain animals certain dogs sorry yeah you will um different breeds are bred to do different jobs um and bred to be more responsive in different areas so yes there are differences there's probably more similarities between the breeds and there are differences but yeah so um your uh, I, I guess your um typical collie is going to be much more responsive than a greyhound is for example so there will be um differences um in between the breeds and how responsive they are or how quick they are to respond to different stimuli as well So could you tell me about a time where you've seen some like really interesting forms of communication between maybe two animals or a horse and a dog or a cat and a dog or something like that? Do you have any examples? Hmm. I um I used to work at a stables near well, a stables not near here, but up in the Lake District, and they had dogs, horses, cats and everything communicated really nice and there was a lovely bond um between the cats and the border collies on the on the farm um and they would snuggle up together and they would spoon each other and that was a really lovely um communication between wow. them so yeah <laughs> that's amazing that I've yeah. never ever heard of that before that's no really I know cool. it was lovely <laughs> <laughs> so um more generally what what do you think you've learned from working with dogs specifically uh, patience, uh, patience, and that when you're teaching or anything, whether it's people, dogs, um, horses, whatever it is, you've got to always see the problem from their perspective. And the animal, the learner, is never wrong. Um, if you're trying to get information across and it's not getting in, you need to think of a different way of getting that information across. That's amazing. That's so true. And actually, we could transpire that into daily life with humans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had a bit of a cough there. Um, so, OK, leading from there, then, um, how do you think dogs learn from humans? And I know that's a very obvious question, but are there other ways that you think that dogs learn from humans in terms of interaction? So, yeah, so as well as interacting, so they're learning sort of action and consequence. So how do I get things out of my humans? How do I get things like walks and food and toys and play? They're learning how to act on us, and that's generally sort of by trial and error. Um, mm. But there, I think there, there's been a little bit of research as well um, on sort of how they can learn by copying actions. And I can't remember the exact outcome, but I don't think they learn very well from, from copying our actions. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they haven't quite got that sophisticated yet um, but I think they can learn from copying each other so they can copy other dogs but not copying us oh wow that's really interesting I never mm. even thought of that learning from another another animal so do you think mm. that would um that would transpire across breeds so you know if a an Alsatian saw a Labrador doing something even they would copy it. it's not just like a breed specific thing yeah I think it's a dog specific thing I think it's a species specific thing Right, thank you for answering those questions. Now we're going to move on more to sort of like the artificial intelligence side of things, which yeah. is obviously the, uh, the other side of our project. Yeah. So um, can you just explain to me in what ways you've communicated with artificial intelligence or heard about it in the past or currently? So this could include things like Netflix, Siri, Alexa, um, mm. interactive TV programs. What sort of, um, how do you interact with artificial intelligence? So 
I think, I mean, I've interacted with Netflix when it sort of brings up um, the recommended things for you. I've interacted a little bit with Alexa and um, and sort of a bit more um, or Siri um, on the phone, but not not very much. I find it a bit frustrating, to be honest, um, <laughs> <laughs> only because there's a certain way of communicating, um, a certain way you've got to sort of get your ideas across for the AI to understand what you actually want. And I think I just haven't got the hang of that yet. Mm, that's a really good response, actually. And I totally agree with you. <laughs> 100%. So in general, what do you think about artificial intelligence? Are you sort of pro or are you anti? I mean, I think so. I, I do think it's good because even things like um, on Facebook and, and social media, where it kind of targets the ads, to what you're you know you're doing yeah. is that yeah. artificial intelligence I'm not sure it is yes it's it is yeah 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 okay <laughs> so yeah I know some people get a little bit freaked out by that but I actually think it's all right because I'd rather look at adverts that are geared to what I like instead of things that I don't really care about so yeah. I think it's positive um in general although I guess there is always, always risk with anything so in general I've had yeah I think it's great <laughs> Cool. So leading on from that, then, this kind of um, links in back with the animals. And so the question is, how do you see your experience communicating with um, artificial intelligence different to communicating with dogs? So I know you said, like, they respond um, to treats and things like that and, and hand gestures. But um, do you do you think that it's sort of similar in the sense that if you don't give the right command, you won't get the right response? Yeah, I think so. Like, um with uh, Alexa and Siri like I said I get frustrated because I don't know the right terms and the right ways to structure my sentences to get the get what I want mm-hmm. um just with dogs I know how to talk to them better than I do know how to talk to Alexa and Siri because I've learned over time um yeah. how to sort of put my uh yeah how to structure my communication and my information um so yeah I think it's probably similar I, I guess it's only the difference is it's only verbal with the, with Siri and Alexa, whereas with animals, you've got everything, you know, body language as well as verbally. Thank you. That's great. That is actually very true. Um, okay, so then the next question is, sorry, I'm just going to find it. Oh, what technologies do you find useful? So that's in I mean, your daily life. In my daily there. life? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have my phone on me which has got all my technology in it mm-hmm. and I'm rarely without it so I think I use technology a lot um google maps um <laughs> I rely on that quite a lot um and like everything that you know I used to have that was sort of more physical even like um maps that you take out um to go walking with they're now online so mm. and have apps for that so I think I use technology a lot in my daily life and I find it really useful and so this is a really interesting question and it's probably my favorite question to ask everyone <laughs> so far so if dogs could make a piece of technology that was useful to them what do you think they might make yeah I like this question when I was sort of looking up um the questions uh, <laughs> that got sent over I thought it was a really interesting one and I yeah. spent a bit of time thinking on it i I think um, obviously I don't know because I can't ask my dogs, but I think they would really like um, a. I think they'd like something that they could tell us exactly what they're thinking. 
um, or exactly what they want to say, because I think so often we're trying to figure out by looking in their eyes and, and thinking, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> and they must be getting really frustrated going, I just I just want that gravy bone. I just want <laughs> a little bit of your dinner. Um, and we're trying to figure it out and it's probably something really obvious. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So like maybe like a little thing that, the, a co- that goes around their collar and they bark yeah. and say, you know, like gravy bone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a walk now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I agree. I think they would love that actually. Yeah. Definitely. And so if, uh, so moving on <laughs> from that then, so who do you think they would use in their dream team to make this piece of equipment do you think it would be people like you who work with the dogs trust or do you think it would be sort of like you know a steve jobs kind of guy probably a steve jobs kind of guy because i don't think they would need us to you know maybe we need to translate but um uh yeah maybe that's what we're needed for but if they could like link it to their brains or something then we wouldn't be necessary we we wouldn't have a job anymore (laughs) but that's fine (laughs) no yeah that's very true yeah i would love to see that actually i would love to see dogs communicating with us and actually we might be very surprised at how um intelligent they actually are <laughs> yeah we might be <laughs> or maybe the other or, way as well yeah, or they're completely <laughs> stupid and we've got it all yeah wrong. <laughs> or they're just really simple <laughs> yeah oh, but we'll never that. know exactly yeah. well we might do with all of this uh ai happening yeah. and you know yeah maybe you never know so yeah. that was it actually those are our questions okay. thank you so much we've um no oh, i've really enjoyed this conversation good i'm um, glad me too <laughs> yeah I've, I've learned so many interesting things about animals mm. and um yeah i just find you fascinating so thank you and we really no appreciate problem. you taking the time to join us and um, take part and obviously yeah. <laughs> under the circumstances it's very strange because we don't get to meet each other but hopefully yeah. <laughs> but... when all of this is over we'll be yeah. able to um come together and just um, share all our knowledge with everybody which would be amazing yeah. um but if not then hopefully martha will be setting something up which is more virtual okay so brilliant between us all um so yeah again thank you so so much and well if you'd like a copy we can definitely send you over a copy or we can just send you the link on the podcast if it's online it's up to you let us know um are yeah, you so... putting oh sorry can i just ask are you putting this as a podcast it will be a podcast it will be a podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's going to be um, a whole series. Ah, um, so oh, brilliant. I've just realised then, I didn't realise it was coming out sort of live. You might have to take out the bit that I'm from Dogs Trust. Um, Maybe so, just put, I'm a dog trainer. Okay, yeah. That's Would that fine. be okay? Yeah, of course. Whatever makes you comfortable and is, is good for you, we can edit it um, accordingly that you're comfortable yeah. and we will send you a copy beforehand so if you have any um, alterations please feel free brilliant yeah if you just because we need to get all that authorized through head office yeah, um if you could fine. just take out sort of the fact that we're from dogs trust just say yeah. maria from dog you know dog trainer, dog trainer. yeah that's you're absolutely right. Fine. you're right guys that's absolutely fine. yeah we're I'm, I'm just back a minute um i think yeah. i think just to save um the headache of trying to edit that in should um, we just record yeah, it you're right yeah. so just quickly do that intro again now yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. Sweet. Okay, so um, shall I just go from question one and just reiterate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Barry. Okay. Two, two seconds. Two seconds. Okay. I'm just saving this again. Okay, go for it. Okay. So, hi Maria. Um, thanks for joining us. If you could just tell us your name and what it is that you do in the animal and pet world. 
Hi there, um, my name's Maria and I am a dog trainer. Perfect, thank you. So, yeah. That was, that was all we needed, great. That's yeah. all you needed, yeah. Great. Right, just stay